and welcome to the Brothers Grimm Lunch Break. I'm Eric Wagoner. Today I'll be reading Sweetheart Roland. Once upon a time there was a woman who was a real witch, and she had two daughters, one ugly and evil, whom she loved because she was her own daughter, and the other beautiful and good, whom she hated because she was her stepdaughter. At one time the stepdaughter had a beautiful apron that the other daughter liked, and coveted so much out of envy that she told her mother she wanted the apron and had to have it. "'Be quiet, my child,' said the old woman. "'You shall have it soon. Your stepsister has long since deserved to die, and tonight, when she's asleep, I'll come and chop off her head. Just make sure that you lie on the far side of the bed and push her toward the front.' That would have been the end of the poor maiden, had she not been standing in a corner and listening to everything. That day she was not allowed to go outside at all, and when bedtime came, the witch's daughter climbed into bed first, so she could lie down on the far side. But after she fell asleep, the other sister pushed her gently from the front and took her place on the far side next to the wall. During the night, the old woman crept into the room. She held an axe in her right hand, and with her left hand felt around to see if someone was actually lying up front. Then she gripped the axe with both hands and began chopping until she chopped off her own child's head. When she left the room, the maiden stood up and went to her sweetheart, whose name was Roland, and knocked at his door. When he came outside, she said to him, "'Listen, dearest Roland, we must flee in haste. My stepmother tried to kill me, but she killed her own daughter instead.' When the sun rises and she sees what she's done, we'll be lost. Before you go, you'd better take her magic wand first, said Roland. Otherwise, we won't be able to escape if she comes after us. The maiden fetched the magic wand, and she also took her dead sister's head and let three drops of blood drip on the floor, one in front of the bed, one in the kitchen, and one on the stairs. Then she hurried away with her sweetheart. Now, when the witch got up the next morning, he called her daughter and wanted to give her the apron, but she did not come. "'Where are you?' she cried out. "'Here I am, on the stairs sweeping,' answered one of the drops of blood. The old woman went out, but saw no one on the stairs, and called out again, "'Where are you?' "'Here I am, in the kitchen warming myself,' the second drop of blood replied. The old woman went to the kitchen, but she found no one there, and called once again, "'Where are you?' "'Here I am, in bed sleeping,' the third drop of blood cried. The old woman went into the room and approached the bed, yet what did she see but her own daughter swimming in blood, and it was the witch herself who had chopped off her head. The old woman became furious and rushed to the window, since she could see quite far into the world she spotted her stepdaughter fleeing with her sweetheart Roland. "'That won't help you,' she exclaimed. "'Even though you've had a head start, you'll never escape me.' She put on her seven-league boots, in which she covered an hour's walk in one step, and it did not take her long before she had overtaken them. However, when the maiden saw the old woman coming, she used the magic wand to turn her sweetheart Roland into a lake, and herself into a duck that swam in the middle of the lake." The witch stood on the shore, threw breadcrumbs into the water, and tried her best to lure the duck to shore. But the duck would not let itself be enticed, and by nightfall the old woman had to turn back, 
without having accomplished anything. Meanwhile, the maiden and her sweetheart resumed their natural forms and continued walking the whole night through until daybreak. Then the maiden changed herself into a beautiful flower growing in the middle of a briar hedge, and her sweetheart was changed into a fiddler. Shortly after, the witch came striding along and said to the fiddler, Dear fiddler, may I pluck the beautiful flower? Of course, he answered, and I'll play a tune while you're doing it. Since she knew who the flower was, she quickly crawled into the hedge to pluck it. However, he began to play a tune, and willy-nilly she was compelled to dance, because it was a magic melody. The faster he played, the more violent were the jumps she was forced to make, and the thorns tore the clothes from her body and scratched her so that blood flowed from her wounds. Since the fiddler did not let up, she had to keep dancing until she fell to the ground dead. Once they were free, Roland said, Now I'll go to my father and arrange for the wedding. In the meantime, I'll stay here and wait for you, said the maiden. Just to make sure that nobody recognizes me, I'll turn myself into a red stone. Roland departed, and the maiden lay in the field as a red stone and waited for her sweetheart. However, when Roland returned home, he was ensnared by another woman who made him forget the maiden. Meanwhile, the poor maiden stayed in the field a long time, but when he failed to come back, she grew sad, turned herself into a flower, and thought, Someone will surely come along and trample me. It so happened that a shepherd was tending his sheep on the field and saw the flower. Since it was so beautiful, he plucked the flower, took it with him, and tucked it away in a chest. From that time on, amazing things began to happen in the shepherd's cottage. When he got up in the morning, all the work would already be done. The room would be swept clean, the table and benches would be dusted, the fire and the hearth would be made, and water would be inside. At noon, when he came home, the table would be set, and a good meal would be served. He could not figure out how all this was happening, for he never saw a living soul, and his cottage was too small for anyone to hide in. Of course, he liked the good service, but eventually he became frightened and went to a wise woman to ask for her advice. "'There's magic behind all this,' the wise woman said. "'You must get up very early some morning and keep a lookout for anything that moves in the room. Then, if you see something, no matter what it is, quickly throw a white cloth over it. That will hold the magic in check.' The shepherd did as she told him, and on the following morning, right at daybreak, he saw the chest open and the flower come out. In the wink of an eye, he ran over and threw the white cloth over the flower, and suddenly the transformation came to an end. A beautiful maiden stood before him, and she confessed that she had been the flower and had kept house for him. Then she told him about her adventures, and since he took a liking to her, he asked her to marry him. However, she answered no, because she wanted to remain true to her sweetheart Roland, even though he had forsaken her. Still, she promised the shepherd that she would remain there and continue to keep house for him. Now, the time had come for Roland to celebrate his wedding. According to the old custom of that country, a proclamation was issued, and all the girls were to gather together at the wedding and sing in honor of the bridal pair. When the faithful maiden heard about this, she grew so sad that she thought her heart would burst. She did not want to go to the wedding, 
but the other girls came and took her with them. Whenever her turn came to sing, she would step back, but finally she was the only one left and was obliged to sing a song. As she began to sing, and her voice reached Roland's ears, he jumped up and exclaimed, "'I know that voice. That's my true bride. I don't want anyone else.' Everything that he had forgotten, and everything that had vanished from his mind, suddenly filled his heart again. So the faithful maiden married her sweetheart, Roland. Her sorrows came to an end, just as her joy began to flourish. The End The Brothers Grimm Lunch Break is released under a Creative Commons, Attribution, Non-Commercial, No Derivatives License. Download it and share it all you'd like, but don't change it or sell it. The translations used are copyright Jack Zipes and are used with permission. His collected translations, The Complete Fairy Tales of the Brothers Grimm, is available on the media of your choice from Bantam Books. The music is Mount Timbrel by Jamie Janover off his All Strings Considered album, available on magnatune.com. If you'd like to listen to any of the other tales, you can find them on our website, www.grimlunch.org, where you can also leave comments or subscribe through iTunes. And if you're in iTunes, would you mind leaving a review or clicking on stars to give this podcast a rating? It helps other people find the podcast, and I'd really appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Thank you.